This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that! What a screamer! Tank fly, boss walk, jam nitty gritty. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War, the podcast for county fans by county fans. I'm Nick Lee, here to host our weekly go going over of the Altrincham and Wrexham games. Joined by three men tonight. Firstly, serial toothbrush chewer, Russ Johnson. You right, Russ? No, Dave, you right? All right, mate. It's pen owner, Dave Long. Hello, Dave. All right, mate. And all we wanted for Christmas was a virus, not that one, to keep him bedridden. It's Peter Wilson. You right, Pete? Yeah, how are you, man? You good? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. So, we all had a good Christmas, right? Yeah? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, not bad. Tremendous stuff. Well, I'm now at least 90% cheese. So, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to spread myself on a digestive while you kick us off. Russ? Yeah, so usual reminder that uh, all of our other uh, podcasts are available on Spotify, iTunes and Anchor. So you've got Keith Briggs in there. Um, you've got the other preview review shows. Lots to, lots, of, lots of stuff to go through. You can get all, access all that via www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk where you can also find links to our blog, uh, our YouTube channel, our YouTube videos and coming up soon as well. We're going to be doing a, um, a, a joint podcast with our West Ham United colleagues um, and on their social channel called Knees Up Mother Brown. So I guess the first thing to get into in terms of county-wise uh, is the the away draw at Alty. Who wants to kick off? It was more like it, wasn't it? Let's, let's be honest. It wasn't a bad performance by any stretch. We were the better team by far. Um yeah, yeah. Normal service resumed for me there. It's a good good point away there, that was. I think it was a massive step in the right direction. Um, if you compare, you know, if you go back to last year, we were kind of in a similar situation where we needed to stop the rot after some poor performances. I know we lost a couple of games. I think it was sort of in a way that we got a draw, like a nil-nil draw or something like that. Mm. Um, 
it kind of stopped the run of defeats. And I think that's what we kind of needed after a couple of four performances um, in recent weeks. And, you know, it might not be the result that we wanted. It might not be the three points. But it's a step in the right direction in terms of the performance and how the players bonded together on the field. But there's still stuff to improve on. And obviously, we go into, before we go into the direction game and stuff like that, there was a lot of stuff which was good and a lot of stuff which was bad. And one of the massive things I thought was set pieces in this game. What, attacking or defending? Because if, 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 if we look at attacking, defending when you're attacking set pieces... Um, it's not something that you immediately think of when you're when you're doing attacking set pieces. But County will County had a warning sign for the first one, you know, the, the first corner, and then were punished on the second one, um, which is it's just it's it's just unheard of, isn't it? Almost. Yeah. Not the first time. Not the first time it happened. Bromley, Barnet. Yeah, happened in both of those games where we had our corner and you know they're countering straight away and we're leaving. You know we're short at the back, and we had a, a warning just before Alti's goal as well. They did it then, and we didn't learn that lesson. But <clears throat> overall, performance was okay. The pitch didn't help. The crappy floodlights. I'm not too sure what's going on there. It just yeah. seemed a bit, a bit kind of miserable, didn't it? That and. The longer it went on, the less we looked likely to score. It was yeah, it was looking a bit desperate towards the end, but fully deserved, fully deserved the point. Um, not sure we did enough for a win, if I'm being honest. Um, there was very little end products up until you know we scored. Can't remember their keeper having to make a save. I know we, they cleared a couple off the line, didn't they? Just after uh, just after we scored. But yeah, other than that, um, it was our going. Are you guys happy with a point though? Uh, yeah. Given their position in the league and the form they've been in, mm. I, I think, especially with the games, I mean, they're coming thick and fast anyway, but over the Christmas period in particular, uh, I think, yeah. But like you said, Pete, it's just a case of stopping the rot for me. Just just almost like hitting a reset button, just going back to basics, which we did for the most part, apart from the goal, which was probably the most un-Jim Gannon side goal I've ever seen us concede. It was very strange. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a couple of points dropped. All two were there for the taking. I mean, they offered absolutely zero going forward. Hmm. Um, their goal came about from, as we've said, from our defensive laps, and they offered absolutely nothing going forward. We, they were there for, there for the taking, and with a little bit more end product, a little bit more bravery than in the final third, which we'll obviously we'll get on to in a bit, then we would have won that quite easily. No, I, I agree. I agree with you, Dave. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the only, the only sort of fly in the ointment on that, on what you said, is probably that they were the form team, and which, in effect, well, really, it speaks volumes that that is that was the form team in the division going into that match. Yet they they were there for the taking, and we 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 did look like the better side. You know, all things considered, obviously, we, we you know we we got a sucker punch on a, on a counter that we didn't learn from. Um, and we weren't creative enough in the final third, but they were definitely there, you know, there for the taking. But I feel like we're, we're not learning from our mistakes, and this kind of comes back to what you said about I think the culture of the squad. Um, it's I think it's completely different, to like for this year compared to last year. I know you kind of briefly mentioned it on the last podcast, and if you haven't listened to the last podcast, give it a listen. It's really fascinating what what Dave and, and Russ say about the culture at the moment. You know, we've we've had these we've got these new players in at the moment who off the field aren't exactly 
I wouldn't say good friends compared to last year. If you look at last year, we had players who off the field, on the field, were, were best friends and would play for each other and they know what the club is about. And I haven't really seen that this year from the new players because we have so many new players and, and obviously it does take time for a team to gel together. Yeah, it takes it takes time and and Gannon said it, and I know we covered this in the last podcast, but Gannon said it, didn't he? And he's on his on his post match interview at the loss at Hartlepool that he was struggling to get the culture over to some of the players. And I think I forget which interview it was, but he said that there was uh, watershed moments in previous seasons where, for positive, I think it was a positive connotation at that point, where I think I think he was referring to the filed match, the nil nil filed match. You know where, where we all came away having no. Oh, did we lose it? Actually, I no, think we lost, lost it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rose scored a free kick last minute. That's it. Yeah. So, so there are there are watershed moments or my, you know milestones in in a in a team or a squad sort of development, if you like, or timeline where there there is a a light bulb moment for either positive or negative. He saw the negative one as the Hartlepool match. And I think he was referring to, um, not the Alti one. I know. I know we'll come on to the to the Wrexham one as possibly a um, a, a moment for, for for the for the positive side. But he definitely referred to, you know, that culture of getting that embedded after the Hartlepool matches. That was a, that was completely. It was the opposite to when we got beat by Fylde. If, if 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 you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to suggest like that the new players. They don't really know what the club's fully about yet. And yeah, and, and and they're not going to until until we get the, the, the until we get the fans back in. I don't think they exactly ever that. know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like include like players like Richie Bennett. They've you know he signed last year. He hasn't been in front of like EP or he hasn't played in front of the Chile. No, but as I was saying, as soon as the fans are back in, I think the players will have this back in and the performance will improve but i don't see this really happening as quickly as we want to because no. you know it's confirmed today we're in tier four which basically means we're foot there's no chance we're going to have fans back in this year as much as i i want and i hope that that's the case it's not going to happen no i can't see us being in now covid has affected more than just the performances as well it's affected everything from the culture all the way down to the bonded attitude of the players you know just like just look at rooney last year, or last week, sorry, when he got the red card, would that have happened exactly like last year? You know, with all this culture, but it's been bedded into the club in terms of attitude and discipline. And if you like, look at now Bell, he's gone off to Halifax on loan. He's been sent off this week. Would that have happened in County Colors, do you reckon? Probably not. You know, it, it will certainly get better. And I think this ultra game was a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good, it's a good point you make there, though, Peter, about the uh, culture and, and players not only bonding on the field, but also off it as well. Um, they're a you know, very new group um, and COVID restrictions and things like that. Are they able to kind of get on socially as well, away from, away from, away from the, uh, the training pitch and away from, the, you know, from match day? It's a good, good point. But if you look at the performances, uh, I think Sam tweeted it um, last week. He said, looking at Jordan Keane and Sam Minahan, when we were get battered 4-0 at Hartlepool, um, they were the only players apparently trying and like trying to motivate the players. And I think, mm. okay, that will, when that culture is embedded into the new players, I I can't see us winning every single game like we're, we're hoping to. 
Because I think any player can go and sign for a club under normal circumstances, and the people at the club can say, "Oh, it's a special club." This, like, the fans are different to any other fans you've met before, and, and what have you. And I, I think maybe with, with a lot of our players, they've they've heard that, they've taken that on board, and they're all right. But they've not, like you said, they've not seen it in action. They're not seeing what mm. what, what the fans are like when. You know, when we're back against the wall and we've got 20 minutes to go and we're desperate for a winning goal or something like that. And games like, like filed away last year, where it's the fans roaring us on to, to get three points in the end. And we've just, that, that's, that's made all the difference for me this season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that, 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 that championship winning team, though, was built over two, three seasons. Whereas yeah. this. And it's a lot of it... players from teams like Geisley and Boston as well. It's not like they're yeah. all lower down. You know? Yeah, and, and this this team, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to say cobbled together. I don't want to use those words, but it's it's a new team that's been brought together. They're not going to get they're not going to get it straight away, are they? They're not going to learn yeah. to play with each other and and you know have each other's backs and all that stuff until they know that they're there. You know, it's, it's a time. It's basically a time. It's a time thing. Um, yeah. it, it's it's more it's more luck than judgment when you do that and you and you and you have immediate success. And I think yeah. we're fourth in the league now. You know, we're doing pretty well, considering, I think. I think we're doing very well, actually. Considering yeah. it's pretty much end of September now in a normal season as well. Mm. Mm. People, people are taking it as, oh, we're, we're halfway through the season and we're, putting it, we're getting two players sent off and putting in a shit performance at Hartlepool. Well, yeah, I'm not excusing the performance. Oh, no one's come out of that looking good. Manager or players, everyone's made mistakes there. But looking at it in the context of a season... It's, I, I, I'll tell you now. We on the last when the, the season finally finishes, or if it does, we certainly won't be going back mentioning the Hartlepool game. I was just going to say just before we do want to go into Wrexham because this kind of does affect it. Is this is possibly the worst time to not have fans in? Because yeah. as I said, these, what I said before, these these players they don't really know what it's fully about. They might have played against us and seen, hmm. you know, the, the fans in in the ground. You know, like Reedy, you know, did against uh, when he played for us. Or play against us yeah. like a couple yeah. years ago. So as I go on to Wrexham, you know that whole game would have been one of the games you look forward to yeah. straight away at home. It's the first one you see when the fixtures come out, that's one of the first ones you look for, isn't it? Wrexham home and away. Yeah, if we thought like Ultra Game was like a small step in direct, like the right direction, this was a massive, massive step. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I bet we, we, I bet we could all agree that um, you're looking at six or seven thousand in, aren't you? the Wrexham match yeah. I, I would Easily, say yeah 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 exactly um and and they they always bring a lot and they you know there's there's police presence as well generally when Wrexham come I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing but it generally adds to the uh it adds to the well yeah it will say to the I suppose it does add to the atmosphere but it, it certainly makes me feel like well this is a proper game now we're, we're yeah. you know it's 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 a football league type of game where where you need that sort of police presence so it's 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 Wrexham, it, it's Hartlepool, it's Notts County, all those types of teams where where you know where all matches you want to be in the ground, don't you? And it makes a massive difference. Yeah, yeah, of course. It but does. These, these teams are becoming our rivals now, just purely because they are football league style teams with the backing. You know, you might not think if we were in the football league that Notts County would have been our rivals, but this year they are rivals like massive, like compared yeah. with us as well in this league. You know, they're the team I want to beat the most, and yeah, they are rivals. 
because we've always had a nice little bit of I won't say a proper rivalry, but there's always been a bit of needle with Wrexham, if I, you know, between the fans yeah. and stuff. It's all yeah. it's always a decent occasion when we do play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're one club I've got a lot of time for, to be honest, Wrexham. I'd, obviously, not, not at our expense, but I'd be quite happy to see them back in the Football League. I mean, they've, they've done their time in the same way, well, longer. I think they've done about three or four years longer than we have in non-league. Mm. Yeah, it's like clubs like Chesterfield, you know what I mean? You know, decent, yeah. decent Football League pedigree. Um, yeah. yeah, Halifax, those types of teams, Notts County. Yeah, don't mind, don't mind any of them. Even Torquay as well, but they're just they're just annoying me week by week now. Torquay grinding the results out, <laughs> yeah, becoming annoyance now. Yeah, just going back to the players that we've got as well, and and playing in front of the crowd. I I, I know it wasn't said about you know players you need to be playing in front of the crowd and stuff, but I caught a bit of the Salford City um, Class of '92 documentary from late last year, late oh, 2019, yeah. and couldn't help but notice that Danny Lloyd. Uh, Hogan and Maynard were in there, um, you know, right. playing play, playing away at the likes of Bradford City, which you know, big club. I mean, you've you've only got to go to Valley Parade to know that they're a big club. Um, so I, I don't think these players are. I don't think I don't think that it alienates them or, or they're, they're not used to playing in front of nobody. But at the flip side, if there was play, you know, if there was fans in the crowd in the ground, and say say we played Wrexham in front of seven thousand. I don't think they'd be overawed by it either. Um, I, I, what, what I'm trying to say is going back to Pete's point about you know the culture and and are they are they part of the club yet and and all that kind of thing. A, a part of me thinks that players do just slot in from time to time, but it's got to be one or two at a time. It can't just be seven or eight brand new players into an eleven and then expect results. Although we yeah, have had yeah. you know we've you know we've had a good we've had a good run in that respect. I think. Yeah, I mean we don't. Ever buy or assign that many players? Um, we've ever done that. I mean, may have been when we dropped out of non-league, and you you get a big sort of player to uh, drops into non-league, should say, um, big player turnover and things like that. So it's, it's not only coupled with COVID and and the takeover and everything, and it's it's just been a real just intense year. So um, hopefully. Things have been a little bit more settled as we move out of this season and into into summer and into next season. Um, it will be a little bit more settled, and then we'll start to see the kind of the, the fruits of that year together, that first year mm. together. But uh, talking about new players, um, obviously we do have to mention the Wrexham game. Um, we've we haven't really seen much of Southam Hales this year. Um, I'm not really sure why, but um, when he played. I thought it was really, really good. Came on a sub, didn't he? Um, played well against Altrincham, and yeah, showed what he was all about against Wrexham. Really, really great, good performance. Yeah, is it? Is it I think it's only just it's fitness, isn't it? The why he's not featured so far. I think. Yeah, yeah, a couple of injuries, didn't he? I think mm. early on, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know what to expect from him, to be honest, Pete. But I was, I mean, that first goal um, was liquid football. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous, wasn't it? It was just, yeah. it was just, just wonderful. What a, what a goal! If that was scored by any other team, let's say Barcelona, they'll be, they'll be all over social media for a couple of weeks. That goal, 
Yeah, that, that, yeah. that was honestly a goal of the season contender for me. And I know this is the season where Adam Thomas scored his and John Rooney scored. Sorry, Wayne Rooney's brother scored one. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Any other year, I'll be up there. I agree with you. There. I think it should be. Um, it, it was a, yeah. it was a complete. I'm not going to say a team goal. Well, it was a team goal. It's a complete right hand side, wasn't it? I think Southam yeah. Hills. Did he start it with a pass I into think, oh, yeah, into, into Jennings? Yeah. So yeah, it was just it was just class. It really yeah, was class. Yeah, and you you see what difference a game makes, a week makes. Yeah, that everything that was wrong with the last few games, uh, with the sendings off and with the shoulders slumped and abusing linesmen and everything that was wrong about the last few games, just how much it was corrected against Wrexham. How, how, which, just so. Which I think, I think um, finally silences the conspiracy theorist bedwetters who seems to think he's lost the dressing room. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, man- yeah. managers who've lost the dressing room do not get performances like that out of the team. Yeah. No chance. There was yeah. a different approach to the game, though, I thought. I thought we played a lot. We didn't play as direct as we have. Yeah, we, we kept yeah. it on the floor and passed it through midfield and Rex, uh, Rexham just didn't know what to do. They Ab- just couldn't handle it. Absolutely. It, it, and when yeah. you see, when, you know, like when we get the ball down and play, this is what we're capable of. We did it you know, against Torquay, even though we didn't score. Or, you know, um, Wheelstone, we did it. Solihull, we did it. Chesterfield in the rearranged cup game. When we get the ball down and play it, when we're not being, for want of a better phrase, lazy about it, we're taking the easy option, which is just hitting it to Bennett all the time. When we get it down and play it, this is the kind of football that we're capable of. Yeah, but the, the huge frustrating thing about this is like, why don't we do this every single week? I think Jim and- mentioned it, didn't it, during his um, post-match after Alteringham that he was concerned that players weren't brave enough in the final third, that they weren't taking those risks that they weren't trying that extra pass or you know trying to find somebody who maybe maybe uh, marked or whatever um and obviously has spoken to the players to the players about that last week and when they put that into practice you see what happens yeah they actually more they were willing to take risks they were you know, more brave in the final third produced some really really good football i think a lot of that was because of southam hills as well and I'm a massive Sam Minahan fan. He's a club legend in my eyes. I've said it before. I want to see Sam Minahan and Southam Hales in the same team. But obviously that kind of leaves a question about Adam Thomas on the right wing. Like, where does that leave him? Because I feel like Southam Hales has got the pace. He's got the dribbling to be a winger. He can take on a man. The same with, with Sam as well. I want to see both of them in the same team down the right-hand side because I think they're creative enough. And it, it just encourages shorter play, not direct play. But I said, where does this leave Thomas now? Because yeah, I mean, we're playing Saturday, Tuesday, aren't we? Between now and you know, twenty twenty-five. So <laughs> every, everyone's going to get a chance, aren't they? Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think in terms of performances, especially the first half, that is one of the best performances of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I say we did it against Chesterfield. We we got at them straight away. You know, when we we're aggressive and we go at them from from the kickoff. Yeah, we've seen it against. Uh, Rochdale as well we did that and um, we were capable of that kind of aggressive start and when it's just nice to see players smiling yeah after the last yeah, few yeah. games it was just nice <laughs> just to just have a bit of a bit a bit of a chance to relax I thought I thought um 
Southern Hales got man of the match and deservedly so. But I've, what I've not seen a lot, a lot of talk about is Jordan Keane. I thought Jordan Keane was utter quality. The way like, I don't know what Wrexham were playing at because every time he got the ball, they were just letting him bring it out twenty or thirty yards. But he looked so composed on the ball. His passing was great. Came in with a goal as well. Yeah. He's, he's another one of the old guys as well. Just keeps on improving. Yeah. yeah. But Absolutely. I think I think with Keane as well, Crowsdale played well. Uh, Jennings played well. A lot of everyone played well, and it just it just benefits each each player completely. And yeah. I think off the ball as well. I've, it was one of the best performances I've seen us play off the ball as well. In second half, we they were much more attacking. They they came out as a lot more. Um, but I thought out of off the ball like. The positions that we were playing, we were holding on really well, we were defending really well, and you can definitely see our tactic. We were definitely counter-attacking more in the second half, and it, it worked really well. Um, and I know there was people complaining about that on social media, saying, "Why the hell are we defending? Like not as deep as of as the Hartlepool game, but why are we playing a little bit more deep when we should be attacking, scoring more goals?" But it was a yeah. complete game but, in the second half. I think it was just a matter of letting Wrexham, because Wrexham weren't going to play any worse than they did in the first half. So they, they were going to come out for at least 10, 15 minutes and have a good go at us second half. So as soon as we soaked that up, we, we started dominating the game again for me. Yeah, they should yeah. have scored as well. Yeah, we should have scored a couple more, shouldn't we? And yeah. it was always going to be like that in the second half, where, you know, as you say, Wrexham are going to uh, have a go at us uh, after half time because they needed to, because they're losing and they need to get back into the game. So we kind of countered that, if you like. Like yeah. with um, you know dropping a little bit deeper and playing on the counter for you know for half an hour, and it more or less worked. I mean they they should have scored a couple, but then again so should we. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think two things: the mental side was great. What a great performance! Where there isn't any dissent, where there isn't you know like I mentioned before. It's also um, tactically we got it right as well. And it's just when all those things slot into place, this is this is what we're capable of. And I think mm. that because we've seen that at times this season, the standards are set really high. So when we get games like Hartlepool and Notts County and things like that, it makes it so much more frustrating because we know we're better than that. We're, yeah. we're really capable of a lot more. Yeah, and that's probably where uh, Jimbo's frustrations lie. He probably because he, he sees them day in day out with training. He knows what they're capable of. He's trying to instill this way of working, this this playing philosophy, uh, you know, this culture in the club. And when they don't deliver, you can understand why a post match interview either isn't done or it's really negative. I, you know, you, you can you can start to understand it, can't you? Why why that would come across like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But so I'm assuming we all we all saw. The father of one of our loan signings gobbing off on Twitter. <laughs> yes. uh, question yeah. for you: Who who'd win in a fight? Leon Britton's dad? Is it what's he called? Liam? Sorry, who'd win in a fight? Lewis Britton's dad or Lewis King's dad? Because <laughs> <laughs> they both having loved having a bloody moan on Twitter. Yeah, Britton's dad blocked me on Saturday. Uh, Saturday. What day was it? After the Wrexham game, whatever day that oh, is. Yeah. It's Christmas, Saturday. I have no idea what, get, what day Monday, it is. Monday, Monday, that's Monday. <laughs> yeah. Got the end. There's, there's only seven to pick from. Thanks, Craig David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, ha- we haven't seen much, we haven't yeah, seen much of Britain, though, have we? It's called Gannon and Bellend, isn't it? And then I replied to him saying, there's only one Bellend here, mate, and he blocked me. Oh. Oh, some not... people don't like to be told what a Bellend they are. <laughs> not not nice, is it? But just saying, we've not seen much of Britain. Does this 
now affect him going forward? Because I, I feel like we no, weren't going to resign no, him. I think he was only really here as backup, any. I don't think he was... Because Bell and Bennett are both in very good form. I, I don't see a reason to drop them, really. So That's he, Reed, mate, not Bennett. Sorry, sorry <laughs> Reed, 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 and doing, Reed and Bennett are doing well together. So I don't understand where, where Britain's going to fit in, really. He had his chance in the trophy game. He did all right. But certainly not well enough that I'd think, oh, let's let's drop Bell or Bennett, uh, Reed or Bennett for him. I th- I, th- I think that the fact that um, the tweet was taken down pretty quickly was it? If I'm not, respa- not yeah, mistaken, yeah, or yeah, yeah. fairly quickly. Stayed up. A couple of his initial replies stayed up, but yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. It, it's probably I I, re- I reckon. Uh, Lewis, Lewis Britain is Lewis, isn't it? I reckon he's. Yeah. I reckon he's. Phone, he's, he's contacted his dad and said, "Dad, stop embarrassing me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and he took it down it, pretty quickly. As, as we all know, Lewis Britain sounds just like Norman Price out of Fine and Sam. So it'll it'll be down. It'll be. I think. I think it'll be down to. Um, I mean, if that's the case, then then the player has done the right thing, hasn't he? The, look, the player's on loan at a club. He has to deal with it himself. He's an adult now. So, you know, if you don't get you, if you don't get your opportunity, or you get your opportunity and you don't take it, or whatever, then that will decide whether you go back to Bristol City or you stay at Stockport County and and, and play some football. The whole dad thing's just fucking laughable for me. It reminded me of that guy having a go at your son the other week. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Proper fucking Saturday morning boot cut jeans with Lonsdale slip ons fodder. <laughs> yeah. And, and not, only, not only is he embarrassed him as he embarrassed his son by, by actually tweeting it, the fucking grammar was horrific as well. Oh, on it. Geez, I mean, you know, I don't I don't I don't mind poor grammar on social media generally, but if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, you know, you need to be spot on. And he wasn't yeah. it's, spelled, so. it's spelled right W R I G H T. That's that exactly, stinks yeah. of a man who's watched one episode of the right stuff on channel five in the morning. Yeah and thought and that's, how you, that's how you spell it. That's <laughs> it. I'm going forward with that from now on. And his own son <laughs> and his own son's and his own son's name had a lowercase L as well, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Lewis's mum definitely buys the presents and that. It's, it's probably like my Christmas mornings always wearing the kid. I was like, thanks, Dad. Oh, what have you got? This, you got it, me. Oh, yeah, you, your mum sorted all that out. It's definitely one of them houses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, it's fucking, it's changed right, as in right hand side to, to right, Ian right. Yeah, it's just changed that auto correct. Like, and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And he's, just, and he's just tweeted it, hasn't he? He's just like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll send that. Um, so, stream. Anyone have any problems with it on Saturday, Monday? Fucking hell, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I, have, yeah, I, I had problems with Altrincham's, but second half on, I, I noticed they tweeted saying they were trying to sort some issues out. So second half onwards, it was fine. And... No, I meant hours on the other day because there seems to be loads of people saying that they had problems, but mine was all right. The only problem for me, I watched through the browser on my PlayStation, and everyone's saying you can get it in 1080p now. Full HD and everything. Mm-hmm. For me, when I click on that setting, it just shows up as automatic. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still HD, but I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's decent. I had no problems with it at weekend. Yeah, same me, really. No problems at all. 
Yeah. Yeah, same for right. me. Same for me. I, I have problems I with my I... laptop, but my laptop's shit anyway. So as soon as I've transferred to your wife's laptop, perfect. It does auto select though now. So depending on your connection, it will it will de- yeah, decide what, that's, what, what that's part what. of the problem. I've seen these problems have, have came about over the last couple of weeks. Everyone's whacking up to ten eighty and their internet connection can't cope with it. So it's you know yeah. it's buffering and all the rest of it. Set it yeah. on automatic people. Do that, you'll find it's a lot easier. Yeah, that's what mine's mine's on. It's yeah, it's it's fine. It's not. I did, on, I did notice a lot of Wrexham fans on their forum because I'm the type of sad bastard who frequents other teams' forums to see what they're saying about us. Um, there's a yeah, a few Wrexham fans saying that's the best stream they've seen all season. Shit. But I I do think I think John Kieran's great anyway. But I think the there's been a really noticeable improvement I think in John Kieran this season. He was great anyway. But this season, now he's now he knows he's having to broadcast to two sets of fans. He's really stepped his game up its ace. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think... Uh, always been very knowledgeable, and he's um, made that transition to television, as it is in inverted commas television commentary quite well. You know, he's done really well this season. The coverage has been great. I still like to see a few more replays. You know, yeah. rather than just being a kind of odd random one, and maybe a couple of cameras as well. But you know. I'm not complaining. It is slightly improved, though, because obviously we have got the replays now. We are 1080p. Uh, what I've noticed as well is the stream isn't as behind anymore. Yeah. Uh, because I, I was, I'm, I always have, I have two monitors, so I always watch the game on one, and then I have Twitter, social media on the, the on the right. And I was, I have a bit, my tweets also refreshed, and none of it was spoiled by by Sam or the club or whatever. So i'm happy about that it's 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 a step in the right direction um a lot of hard work has probably been done behind the scenes as well so all credit to him um, i'd imagine if, if it's like everything else going on behind the scenes i reckon that hard work's still going on I'd, Im- I'd imagine they'll be constantly looking at ways to improve it i, th- I think we'll we'll see it get even better before because it's, it's not looking to be honest like like we're going to be in there this season so i think they will keep on improving it hopefully yeah, completely agree with that, Nick. Completely agree with that. Well, and... well, one, one thing that did raise my eyebrow, though, on, on Monday, Dave, um, was, <laughs> <laughs> was was uh, it, John Kieran was talking about the Wrexham takeover, and I thought he was a bit disrespectful, actually. I don't know if you picked up on it. He said it was the whole takeover was weird, it was a weird thing, and yeah. he, he didn't, didn't really understand it. And I was raising my eyebrow thinking, there's a lot of Wrexham fans watching this. A fucking lot of Wrexham fans. So, yeah. you know, I I, I know I, I agree. It's, you know, it has got better. In, um, there's no doubt about it. And um, uh, John Kieran does his best, I think, to be neutral. But I just thought it just it just it was the only point in the game that raised my eyebrow. I just thought, well, that's. No. I think a lot of people seem to be using this this Wrexham takeover. People seem to be using it as like a bit of a jump off to like take the piss and have a bit of a laugh. But to be quite honest with you, if if we had to get taken over by some sort of Hollywood megastar, and, and that was our only way of getting taken over and surviving. Ryan Reynolds is the one I'd want. Yeah. Just from, <laughs> yeah, just from, seeing, just from seeing what he's like as a person, like reading interviews with him and stuff like that, and from what he said about his, his motivation behind wanting to take over X, and yeah, fair play to him. He seems like a good lad. He's I doing mean, his own I, work. Yeah, I wouldn't be arsed. I mean, if fucking David Dickinson rocked up with, like, <laughs> you know, 20 million quid in his pocket and going, I'm from Stockport, I'm going to buy the club... Yeah, right. I'm on board. And Give me a permitan. Just before we go on to, to Audrigan at home, I just want to say what you said there for us, um, with it being disrespectful. I've I think they've handled it really, really well, considering Hughes bought the club 
and how they've kind of marketed the takeover really because obviously they put they've, they've done they've been a bit funny about it they've obviously put a load of references to always sunny in philadelphia and obviously deadpool and i think that's the way to do it you know what i mean considering you're gonna have a lot more you're gonna have a different audience now rexon they've got Half half the supporters from Wrexham and half of them across the world seeing, oh, how's Ryan Reynolds and the other guys' club getting on? So yeah. I thought they've done really well. All credit to him. I hope it all goes well. And as we said before, I think I want him back in the football league with us to deserve to be there. So all credit. He's someone yeah. that's got a lot of time for. I think it's, it's, it's almost going to be the, probably, especially in in like the lockdown age as well, because that's when it's all happened, this Wrexham takeover. It's probably the, the first takeover that's going to be done almost entirely entirely on like viral video moments and that type of thing. It's going to be just a full social media led takeover because it's not like they can go and meet the fans or anything like that. So yeah, that's how, that's how they're going to get the word out, get the word and the motivations out there is by doing these little videos. But luckily they're both funny as fuck. So it worked. There's rumors of them obviously having a Netflix documentary. And if it's similar to, if it's it's similar to Drive to Survive, um, it's like an F1 one on, on Netflix. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's got so many people more interested in, let's say, Formula 1, for example, with Drive to Survive. It'll get a lot more people interested in not just football, but Wrexham as well. So, yeah, there's, there's no there's no downside to it so far. And I know, and I know the club the owners are working with their supporters trust as well. So, yeah. And I, I know, I know um, Ryan Reynolds said, um, hang on, you'd have to cut this bit out while I'm just trying to think what it was again now. Uh, no, it's gone. It's gone. Oh no, no. He, he said Ryan Reynolds said the re- the reason he wanted to take over a football club in Europe in the first place is because he watched the Sunderland documentary. Is that on Netflix? Well, that, that could either be really good or really bad. <laughs> he, he, he <laughs> learn, learn from that and be like, don't do any of this stuff, or Wrexham will be running out to Balearic Beats. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the basis of you know <laughs> wanting to take over a club. Yeah. I've watched yeah. the telly. Oh, right. like, oh, oh, I want to. I want. I'm going to buy a pub. I think I'm going to watch EastEnders to see how it works. You know, what yeah. I mean? it's, it's not yeah. the best way of doing it. I'd love a county one. This is this is this is where I I differ from your you youngsters and your sort of social social media. Let's play, let's do all that sort of shit. I, it completely it sort of passes me by a bit. That that promo video that they did, I thought was just. I'd, if that was county, I'd be beside myself. I really would. I thought and, I thought and, it was very them. Yeah. It, it, well. It, 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 it's yeah, showcased showcase them more than it showcased the club for me. That did, yeah. Exactly. They're not. I don't think they're doing it for the people of Wrexham, which which is which is the saddest thing. Whereas you look at Mark Stott, he's doing it for the people of Stockport. So so it's a toy. It feels like it's a toy to them, and I, and I feel I feel sorry for. For, for the real Wrexham fans, in the same way that I feel sorry for the real Salford fans that wore orange, um, the real yeah, Fleetwood yeah. fans that that wore whatever colour it was before they were they were changed to red and white, you know all these people that, that were with the club before. I don't know change happens and change good and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I actually get a lot of shit off my 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 friend who's a United fan. Um, you know the one that the what the the one who's the reason I hate United or one of them. <laughs> Um, because because he's saying to me now he's he's already started with his little jibes. Oh well, you're a money club now, aren't you? Just everything you hate about football, everything you hate, you are. And I keep on saying to him, well, no, because the person that took over our club is from the area. He has an interest in the community. He's doing it for all the right reasons. Yeah, we have a soul. Ryan Ren- we yeah. have a soul. Ryan Reynolds. 
the, the, the class of 92 at Salford, the guy at Fleetwood who changed the ground to high because he's a fucking Arsenal fan. All those types of people, they are not doing it for the right reasons. So if, if we'd have got taken over by Ryan Reynolds, I would be... I'd be completely against it, but I do agree. Though I, I want to see Wrexham back in the football league because they are a club that should that belong there. That the massive, you know, they're a really good club with loads of really good, salt, you know, hearty sort of, you know, proper fans. And just add on quickly to that before we do actually do get onto the ultra good game. As I said, they are working with their club supporters, so there's not as like they're not as yeah, like but, yeah, but no, I know, but they've, they've got they've got to, haven't they? The trust own the club, so they have to deal well, with it. Well, exactly. So that, that'll just be them ticking a box. We've got all the money. Yeah, we'll have to deal with you. They'll prob- and look, 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 they'll probably be taking really good advice from them and they'll be genuine and all that kind of thing. I just, the longevity, you know, you can, you can do all that and be really sincere and be really, you know, um, have integrity at, at that point in time and say, yeah, well, we're dealing with the trust. We take, we take everything on board. We want to do well for the club. The fact that, there are, that, that there's rumours about a Netflix series, longevity is a worry. I just, I just, I feel and I fear for them. They're going to have loads of success and loads of happy times short term, med- a medium term, long term. I just, I'm not sure about it at all. I saw some of, some of our fans saying on social media, oh, we, we need to go up this season because Wrexham have got to take over going through and, and next year they'll be going through it. So, well, Someone replied saying Wrexham are a year behind us. Well, they're not. They're five years behind us. Because they've not even started getting their shit together yet in, in terms of having a long-term manager. Mm. Like, keep Keeping on players for five, six years like we have. So they're, they're miles behind us. Yeah, yeah. Got, they, exactly. Exactly. They've got to do all that yet. They, you know, they've got they've got to bring a load of players together that they've, that they've bought in. Or, the, you know, new players that are... are um, signifying what their intent is and hope that it sticks and hope that it works. With a manager that knows the club and knows what what it's about, and yeah, they're, they're they're not just a year behind us; they're miles behind us. But having said that, they could just get a load of players in, and that look more than judgment thing that I said before, they could have I massive, ma- yeah, massive, massive load of luck, and they just they just walk the, they just walk the uh, division next season, and then where, yeah. where where does that leave us? You know, in League Two, I think we found Russ's. Um, Russ, I don't think you like Deadpool, do you? <laughs> I, was, I, I don't see the more passionate though. Well wasn't Dave. Uh, wasn't Dave. Well done, Russ, sorry. <laughs> no, I do, I, no, no, no. I do like I do like Deadpool, and, I, and um, I, I like I also liked Pokemon because he was in that as well. The Pokemon Detective. I, the, my kids liked it more than I did. Oh, I, just, I, think just, called, I think you'll find it's called Detective Pikachu. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> um, but what, and you were you were berating youngsters in inverted commas. I'm doing inverted commas, by the way. Um, yeah, you were like calling Pete and Nick about five minutes ago, and there's you going. You know, I like Deadpool, and yeah. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure liking Deadpool is a youngsters thing. It's, it's just it's a not. thing. Yeah, no, it's like, like, in, like in Harry Potter and Puppies. Harry Potter and Puppies, that's a young person thing. No, what, what I was getting at really was, and I, I, apologies, Pete, because I feel like every time we, we come on a podcast together, I have a bit of a go at you. It, I don't mean it like this. It's over before. He's like, we'll get Pete on tonight. I'll have a right fucking go at him. No, no, no. He's been saving all this. He's been saving all this for the next time you've been on, Pete. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, no. 
Another, another thing. What's with you lot and your jeans halfway down? The <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, I just think it's. Um, I, I know you like you, you got a bit excited about the the take the Wrexham takeover and doing the, the, the you know this next Netflix series and and the promos and all that sort of stuff and that's just I don't I'm, I, it's me getting old clearly because that's just not the way I don't think it should be done because football is 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 its own industry and its own business I don't think you can gloss over stuff with nice promo videos it's part of it yeah it is absolutely you know I just I just it just doesn't wash with me and I can see, I can sort of see through it and it might, it might all be great for him and I'll, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll eat pie if, if that's the case. But. Did, uh, did we not do one? A yeah, of course we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. But don't, do, what, like I said before, our owner is from the area. He wants to do, he's already stated in his, in his, I think it was his first statement, you know, the day he took over on that long, that, in that long text, He's for the community. He wants training ground in the borough. He wants to serve the community, match day experience, all that stuff for the people of Stockport. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate, mate. Yeah, I, 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 I know you are. I know. I, I completely get you. And yeah, it, I think it's just because of the who was who has done the takeover at Wrexham that everything is going to be tinged with a little cynicism. You know, what are the reasons that they're doing this, and are they doing it for the right mm. reasons? Are they doing it just for you know for um, a Netflix documentary and, and shit like that, yeah. Well, because yeah, you're saying about the the cynicism and what have you, but by rights, really, any fan whose club is close to being taken over, they should be approaching it with cynicism. It should be like, well, why, why, why? Yeah, every, yeah. everything the new owners say, you should be saying why, absolutely. Well, why, 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 why? What are you going to do then? What are you gonna do? What's going to happen when you want to fuck off? What's going to happen then? Hmm. Well, that's it. You know, all throughout. Well, since we've had Dave Espy on, you know, as part of the team, Dave Espy's go-to question for a new owner, this was, this was before Mark Stark, we talked about in dark days, was has always been, what's your exit strategy? Yeah. Mm. And and that's that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? I mean, I don't, I, I dare say nobody's asked Mark Stark what, you know, that question. Are they going to ask it, are the Wrexham fans going to ask it to... Um, Deadpool and the other guy? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool and the other guy. All those years they've worked building a reputation for himself. Only, only for some old fucker to call him. You're just showing your age now, Ross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before, before, before I get yelled at again, before I get yelled at again, let's let's be going to Ultra Moon. <laughs> what do you reckon, Ultra Moon boys? Uh, it's they're. I think they're going to turn up and park the bus. They're going to waste time and try and defend, and it's going to be up to us to find a way through. If we can get an early goal again, like yeah, like against Wrexham, then the game's ours, and we'll we'll boss the game after that. We'll absolutely control it. That's, that's yeah. what I think. You just want to see a bit of consistency, don't you? We had that on uh, against against Wrexham, and it was great, wasn't it? It was just the whole atmosphere and the game was brilliant. Just want a bit of consistency. So that again, that under mile an hour start. Let's be aggressive from from kick off. Let's be sharp. Let's look confident. Take a few risks going forward. That's that's what we want again. Rooney's available again, isn't he? Uh, was it two, two games, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Weird two games, two games. Does he get? Does he make make it back into the team for anyone else? No, absolutely not yes. me. No, yes. for me so, he, he, of course he does. He's got to play. If he wants to play against West Ham now, he's got to play his way back in for me. Yeah, same I, for me. I, yeah. I he will. I think he will play his way back in. But I feel yeah. like two games think, for what he did. I feel like he deserves more. But 
I think Gannon will, will see that and he will... I think he'll be on the bench. I think he'll come on. Uh, he might start next week or whatever, but I think he... It's kind of just a slap on the wrist, isn't it? I think start on the bench um, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll start on the bench. He'll come off the bench on a uh, weekend for the Altrincham game and then I wouldn't be surprised to see him start against Eastley. And it's... Depends on his performance. I, th- I think he'll be in the team for West Ham, though. Because that's it. Two yeah. home games. It's West Ham, isn't it? It's getting closer. Well, yeah, you got, don't forget, you've got, you've got to play your strongest team against against West Ham. Well, oh, you've yeah, got to play your yeah. strongest team anyway, haven't you? And I th- he is part. He is he is in that strongest team. I just think as part of his as part of his discipline, he has to come onto the bench and make you know come on. He'll, he'll, I, I think he'll be on the bench and he'll come on against Alti. And then, yeah. obviously, he'll play well because he's a fucking class player. And then he'll start against Eastley. I think that's that's the way it's going to play out for me. I get I get what you're saying about about Rooney and about how he needs to play his way back in. But uh, you know, he's man up and apologised. Um, no doubt, he's had words yeah. with, with Gannon mm-hmm. and the rest of the coaching staff about it. And yeah, for yeah. me, it's it's done and dusted. He serves his suspension. Getting back in there, you know, let's get three points. Yeah, I mean, there is an argument. Just to just to support you, your point, Dave, to putting him straight back in because you, if you put him straight back in, it sort of sends a signal out to say, right, well, he's served his time. To to, to coin a phrase, obviously it's not that serious, but he's, he's you know he served his his, his his two match ban. He is the player, he is the man, so he's going straight back in, and and all the all the other players will probably think will probably be thinking, right, well, yeah, well, he is our best player, and that's that's his that's where he stands in the squad. So yeah, I can I can see what you're saying, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's you know it's it, it's done with. Let's put it behind us um, and let's let's use the performance against Wrexham. Let's use that as a springboard for the next you know for, yeah. for the let's say second half of the year. But you know what I mean for the rest of the season. Yeah, and it also sends a message out to the other players if he does go straight back in that uh, grudges aren't held, which is quite an important thing, I think. Absolutely, you know, if you get yeah, if you get yeah. two yellow cards, well, that's fine. You got two yellow cards. It was it was it was fine. You've, you've done you 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 your band now straight back in. So uh, yeah, it's, I'm starting to wear towards yeah, stick him in now. Actually, now now focus you, Dave. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Before we do go, it has been a really tough year for a lot of people. I think no one expected this year to be as shit as it it was. Um, if you are struggling at all with anything, you know, f- seek help talk to people even if it's someone online on a helpline if it's your family or if it's the county community just talk to people it's the best way forward and hopefully 2021 is just going to be a better year for not just the club um but the whole world as well so amen to yeah. that well said mate yeah. well said i like it absolutely yeah yeah i mean um for those those people that are on twitter um, my message is are open to anyone so i have problems with um, depression and um you know things associated with that anxiety and stuff like that so if anyone is struggling and you you know you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody you don't know uh and you follow me on twitter feel free to get in touch with me um you know i'm quite a good listener when i want to be that goes for all of us as well wise words indeed exactly 
This is all far too wholesome. Can't we go back to slagging off uh, Ryan Reynolds and the other guy? So yeah, so I just wanted to echo really what Pete, Pete and Dave were saying about getting in contact. I mean, you can get in contact with us, any of us at the podcast, um, and you know we'll we'll certainly um, we'll certainly reply and reach out to you. Um, the other thing is we we do want to make this podcast a bit more diverse and tackle some of the more diverse subjects. That's why that's why we we you know Nick spoke to Brave. Um, not long ago, we have got a podcast coming along with the Man V Fat team, who are also county fans, and we're going to get in contact with some of the uh, county foundation sort of organisations as well to get into some of those areas. So, yeah, we we we, we do think about that a lot as, as a team. I'm, I'm sure Nick, Dave, and, and Pete will agree with me, um, and we want to sort of broach those subjects and get those subjects out there as well. Um, so, Absolutely. yeah, it has, it has been a shit year. We know that. Um, hopefully these podcasts, you know, if you've been listening to them, have, have, have helped. Um, if they haven't, then we apologise. But if they have, then great. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, roll on roll on 2021. Um, just one last thing from me. Um, we have teamed up with um, the Stockport County Lottery. Um, so if you, if you join up with the lottery... We will get a, a a slice of a slice of that donation. So uh, it does cost it costs a quid to play, a quid a month. Um, direct debit is the best way, although they do, you know, you can pay cash if that's not available to you. They give away cash prizes and non cash prizes on each draw, um, and the non cash prizes include match day tickets, uh, haircuts, and store vouchers when we're allowed to. Obviously, all the money raised for the lottery. Um, goes to the club and the community foundation. So all the money that you pay to it goes to the community foundation and all the good causes that, that do that. Um, and every donation that we get, we are going to donate to help the Hatters. So it's kind of a double bubble. So, you know, the county, county foundation get the majority of it and we will we will certainly donate what we make off, off it to... Um, so- so our cut of it then is—is is there a code that people have to put in when they sign up? Then I'm glad you've asked. Yes, there is. So if you put in TSBW when you when you um, register and, and sign up to the lottery, then we will we will see that cut come through. And every now and again, when we've got enough, we'll we'll um, we'll we'll donate that to uh, to help the hatters. So it's a really good cause on both fronts. We don't see any of the money. You know, the podcast we. We we don't need the money. We we're self sustaining, so all the money goes to causes that support the club. Um, obviously, you know, mental health, upkeep of the stands, and all that kind of thing all plays into that. So, um, I just wanted to mention that. Right. Yeah. The yeah. blog. The blog. There. Blog. Yeah. Um, so plenty of stuff on the blog, as you'll notice. Anyone who's on social media will have noticed me um, posting various things over the last week or so. So. The December review uh, is on there, well, part one is anyway. Uh, part two is coming up over the next couple of days, so no doubt I'll be touching on the events of last week. Um, there is the uh, Christmas one as well, so um, that that was that was quite fun to do, to, to research, actually, just having a, a look back through um, Boxing Day, because everyone loves Boxing Day games, don't they, and, and, and New Year's games, so uh, that, that was quite good to do. So that's uh, on the blog as well. Um, and yeah, that, that's it. Um, I will uh, repost the Jim Gannon article that I did uh, back in 
the early days of lockdown when we thought it would only last about a month. Um, <laughs> oh, they were the days. <laughs> they were the days, weren't they? Um, but yeah, I did an article on Jim Gannon, so with his 500th coming up, I will uh, repost that one over the next couple of days as well. It, it, indulge my indulges my twin pleasures of reading words and county stuff, which is always good. And my third pleasure of drinking whiskey while reading, because you can't. There's no paper, so you can't spill the whiskey on the page, which is one of the benefits of online blogs. And and some <laughs> might say some some might say that you need to be pissed to read what I write. So, hey. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work. That I've only ever tried to read piss once. It was when the um, <laughs> when, when when the final Harry Potter book came out. I went out on the piss at the. I was at the SU at Stockport College. Absolutely hammered on snake bites. Went at, went to W H Smiths at midnight to uh, go and get my Harry Potter book. Load of load of people in fancy dress. Obviously, I wasn't one of them. Um, they, had, they had some MC there dressed as a wizard, answer, asking questions for all the kids to answer and get prize. I was just shouting out the answer to every, everything, getting out getting goodie bags, and then I tried to read the book on the bus home and was sick on it. Top deck of one nine two. I thought oh, I'll, I'll crack on with this, and then yeah, it's it's. I, mean, I'm, I get travel sick at the best of times, so pissed on the top deck of a one nine two while trying to read, and yeah, I, th- I threw up all over the first chapter. <laughs> Did it spoil your enjoyment of said book? Well, yeah, because I had to go and buy another one. I, I, I had to read up until the stains, and then that was it. Then. So it, was, it, was like a, it was like a self-imposed cliffhanger. Halfway <laughs> 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 through chapter one, everyone else is continuing. I'm like, well, I don't know what happens now. I'm going to have to go out to Tesco tomorrow and get one. But it's, it's all right. I read it in the end, and it was fine. It's all right. It was good. good book. I, I recommend that. It's going to be massive, the Harry Potter books are. And on that bombshell, what, what a great way to end the year. <laughs> oh, fiesta, eh? Bloody hell. Right. Um, right. One last thing to mention. We will be back in the new year with more podcast content. Um, kicking off with pre- more preview review shows and teaming up with the West Ham United social channel. Knees up, yeah, Mother Brown. Good. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I think we should record our end from a pub and tell them they're not allowed in. <laughs> so this, this pub, oh, 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 fans only, lads, sorry. <laughs> Either that or go meet in a car park just to the waste, one of the two. <laughs> right, let's leave it there, let's leave it there, gents. Um, have a good new year, see you in 2021. Bye. Bye. See you later, bye. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, 
we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.